Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here again with Berenice. And I'm Ella. How are you doing this week, Berenice? How are you feeling? Uh, how am I feeling? I'm gloating. I'm kidding. But yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty good. The universe, you know, once you kind of like freestyle life and just like say, universe, take the wheel, the universe sometimes like really gets your back and tries to hand you like W's on a silver platter. So you might as well take them. I am, I'm, I found out I'm hot girling. Okay. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my energy, maybe it's whatever. But yeah, I think this is just my time to shine. And I love it. And I'm I'm doing well. I am learning. I'm growing. I'm trying. I'm starting to cut, which is interesting. Like the gym thing, you know, you bulk mm. and you cut like for summer. I don't know if this is for me. It's like kind of boring. And like, I'm not a bitch that like counts my calories. So we'll see how that goes. It might be like a really, um, I might not be successful at it. Also, I like refuse to stop lifting heavy because... <laughs> Yeah, it's my only flex. Okay, but I've been good. I've been honestly, I really want to talk about this. I've been watching the Netflix spinoff for Love is Blind, the ultimatum one. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm obsessed. This show is nuts, bro. I literally I literally watch it and I feel like I'm on the show because I'm like, are you guys (laughs) seeing this? Like what is going on right now? I think I'm only like three or four episodes in but I literally was like, Netflix has to do something different that is not dating shows because they have been missing. It has sick, super toxic. I'm like, fuck. Oh my god. If you have not watched Ultimatum, uh, marry or move on on Netflix, like please go watch it. It is the messiest show on the internet. I live for it. We love mess. Oh my god. Yes, please, like go do that so we can keep on talking about it. as the show ends. But how have you been, Ella? So I had like worst case scenario happen at the worst time this past week. Uh, I've been dealing with like a lot of like loss and grief and it's been kind of hard. But the thing that came out of it that I thought was interesting is I was thinking about like the time that I was like about this sad and it hasn't been five years. So that's like a pro, right? But it was literally, I was like, it probably, I was last time I was this sad was probably like, Trump 2016 election when I got discharged from the hospital and I was like oh my god this is so messy depressy but I thought about a quote that President Obama said on that day and it helped me then and it helped me today it says no matter what happens the sun will rise again (laughs) so if you feel like your world is imploding it your world might be but the sun will rise tomorrow babes so (laughs) I've been holding on to that. I'm still fucking going to Coachella. I'm going to try not to be sad girl at Coachella. I think it'll probably lift me from this sad place. Um, But time heals all wounds. So I'll be fine. Well, I'm sorry you're going through it. I hope, uh, you know, Coachella is everything you want and more. I'm I'm sure that sometimes like music therapy is is real, you know? Yeah. Also, because you guys, I'm telling you, I'm going to see some like like TikTok stars, you know, people that didn't get a celebrity pass or an artist pass to Coachella and can only be in VIP. That Those are the people I'm going to see. I think that's going to give me endorphins because I'm going to be like, <laughs> it'll add to the delusion that I'm famous. Right. Because I'm be- <laughs> I already live my life like a famous person. Literally, so. <laughs> you can't tell me anything different. I am so fucking famous. It's funny. <laughs> But I think 
Berenice, <laughs> you came up with the brilliant idea for the episode today. Do you want to introduce what we're doing really quick? Yeah. Okay. So I was, you know, I sit in my thoughts. I'm a thoughtful girl. And I just thought, you know what? America is like really embarrassing. <laughs> like we could really use like a huge rebrand, you know, like, like brands yeah. have been coming out of the woodwork, like, you know, coach made a huge rebrand mm, and yep. now coach is thriving. And I was like, I just feel like America could use our rebrand. Let's call up coaches, people, uh, Amber Crombie <laughs> and Fitch's people. We need a rebrand. So <laughs> are you ready to talk about our rebrand for America? Yes, yes, yes. Let's start do it. I honestly, when you first sent me this idea, I was like, that's brilliant. I have so many funny, good things to say because I agree. America does need a rebrand. I'm not liking the vibes as of, of America as a whole lately. No, it's real toxic. Like, honestly, this whole COVID thing, I think, had really just, like, topped the level of, like, I the culture and the delusion that's, like, really surrounding this country is over me. It's just, like, wh- what are we doing here? Can we just, like, take a, take a, who is the PR? Who Who is the PR chair? Okay, we need to talk to them. First of all, I just want to say, I think, I think, you know, the the red, white, and blue, it's been done before. And I think <laughs> we should totally rebrand and switch that shit to pink instead. Pink and blue. Yeah. Um, I love that we're including company colors, you know, the core colors, <laughs> which are no longer yes, be red, white, and the blue. Core, we, the core we, colors. We have to from dismantle America at its core. And it starts off with those patriarchic colors. You know what? I agree. I feel like I also am kind of over like that that TikTok that's like racism, knock it off. Homophobia, knock it off. That's what I feel like America needs a little talking to. Yes, definitely. I I mean, I'm just like confused as to why these things are like obviously still a thing. Like it's obviously difficult to get rid of these ideals that were literally rooted in our history. And if you really think about it, they weren't like it wasn't long ago that Jim Crow was like a thing. You know, it wasn't long mm-hmm. ago that like that gay marriage was literally just like became a thing that literally right. just became a thing. Like, you know, like Nash- that Mm -hmm. that one like nationally just became a thing sometimes I feel about my perception of reality like sometimes I say oh everyone's a little gay but then I saw this TikTok that was like you know people that uh, buy girls pansexual and girls saying that everyone's a little gay that's just a perception of their reality so they think everybody's a little gay because they're a little gay and I was like oh they're right because in my perception of reality this is completely unnecessary like all this fucking hate bullshit surrounding our culture is so fucking unnecessary but then again I guess I think about all the people that like subscribe to these ideals and like still uphold them for some dumbass reason I really couldn't tell you what the fuck it is like where where the fear is coming from of like brown people coming into power or like Mm -hmm. where the fear is coming from if a man wants to love a man or a woman wants to love a woman or literally like all these decisions that I that I just feel like are individual things like I just yeah. don't understand where people are so their their fears are coming from you know what I mean no I, I think it's interesting how we're like a very individualistic society and it's always like oh well you should pull yourself up from your bootstraps da, 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 da. but then when it comes to like people's personal rights like to exist and be who they want to be people are like no 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 wait no you can't do that it's like wait what happened to you can have guns you can do whatever the fuck you want limited government and then it's like wait 
no, no, no. When I when it's something that I don't like, I don't want you to do it. It's like, mm, okay, let's bring the same energy. Choose one. I mean, this goes with like a lot of like reproductive justice and the the, the narrative of like it's my body, my choice. You know what I mean? And that thing that happened with COVID and the vaccine, that same argument was like applied by body, my show, my choice, but like for two way different <laughs> like ends of this love this spectrum. You know what I mean? Like okay, it's like we we what what are we not are we not pro life? Like literally, I was like, wait, my body I was like, you guys can't just take that shit. Like (laughs) they just really rebranded my body, my choice to fit to fit whatever's going on over there. And then they were like, oh my god, like freaking liberals are love like my body, my choice until it comes to us. And I was like, no, but you don't keep that same energy though, right? So now you want it to be my body, my choice. No, you're dumb. I do have a planned parenthood near me and Babes, I don't know what it like. I literally every Saturday morning, like three, four, five, six people go protest out there. And I literally am like, is this an enjoyable Saturday? Like, do you go to fucking brunch, bro? Stop harassing women. Like, get the fuck out of here. And so, yeah, I do counter protest. Um, I do tell them to go fuck off. I'm done being nice with those fuckers. They're literally so toxic. And it's like, find a better fucking family Saturday activity than protesting reproductive rights. Like, fucking find a better hobby. I have a couple things about this. One, it's just like so sad to me that people literally have nothing better to do nothing else going on in their lives that they need to go disturb somebody else's peace mm-hmm. um two i am oddly confused as to i mean i've said this before and i'll say it again like hell is an individual destination and i feel like i don't know why we're acting like this is a group decision like my abortion somebody's abortion is not a group decision it's not a group fate like if you believe in hell and heaven or whatever like that's an individual destination so like <laughs> i'll see all the real ones in hell you know what i mean like i'm okay i'm i'm legend like you know what I'm saying like you know that one where it's like oh that there's a TikTok going around like are you gonna gaslight God you know (laughs) yeah yeah and part of me is like dude what if like heaven is real but they're like letting the cool people in right and he's and the god's like you're fucked up you really try to like fuck with people's lives that you didn't need to like you should have really just kept to yourself and be kind to your neighbor which is the first fucking commandment to do unto others as you'd like them to do unto you and i live my life like that just because that's like you know it gets repackaged you know being like plur like it's it's about the same like (laughs) sentiment right i live that shit yeah (laughs) are you respecting others others? i don't think so but we'll let your god decide yeah you you get to deal with that when you get to deal with that i don't like to live my life thinking about where i'm gonna end up that's just i guess my own the way i like to live my life i'm a little confused as to why other people are so caught up in it but you know do what you want as long as you're leaving other fucking people alone another thing that i am oddly confused as to why people do and i think this is is part of the rebrand that America really needs is how like fakely patriotic like people are like yeah. what are you pitch what what is it that we're exactly celebrating here I agree I'm confused. couldn't agree more <laughs> I also just feel like this kind of plays into like I feel like America and Americans need like a little bit of a reality check of like 
I think it's slowly happening. I think more people are realizing like this is the bad place. But I think when I went to Spain and I was talking to, honestly, cool thing about Spain is that there's people from all over. So, you know, you talk to people from France, from Spain, from Germany, from whoever, wherever, and you get their perspective on America. And then you talk to them about like their life and shit. And you're like, what do I, what do I like about America? And then you start thinking like, maybe I should 90 day fiance the other way. You know, you start getting crazy <laughs> thoughts. Like maybe if America won't rebrand, I'll just leave. But then I found out, do you know you have to, like, pay taxes if you live abroad and you have to pay yeah. a shit ton of money if you want to relinquish your American like citizenship? citizenship. <sighs> like, yeah, if you want to break up with that. America, it's very expensive <laughs> and difficult. <laughs> like, you're not. You're we're literally, not you we're in a you're toxic relationship toxic forever. Relationship. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? America, I know, is not all bad. Like, coming from oh, Mexico, yeah. there, obviously, there's war, worse places to be. I And I get that. I, I would like to talk about the, I guess, it, like, not as deep as, like, why... Because I feel like sometimes people are like, America, like, these people are not realizing that America is this, America is that. I, I agree. Like, I'm here for a reason, you know, and I haven't left for a reason. So, obviously, like, I'm not, like, a huge hypocrite saying, like, America fucking sucks. I just, I, it's got potential. It's cute. It, it just needs a little work, okay? But what, for me, was, like, a big eye-opener is, like, when I went to D.C. for, like, a day to visit my sister, mm-hmm. I obviously saw all these, like, all these buildings, right? And I just, like, I was, I wasn't really excited about it because I was, like, and all these buildings, some, like, fucked up shit has happened. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just giving me a lot of, like, whiteness. This whole this whole little town is giving me a lot of whiteness. And it was even, like, difficult to find, like, the MLK memorial was just super fucking difficult to find, you know? And it was, like, hidden off somewhere. Like, you kind of mm-hmm. had to know it was there. So I was like, eh, yeah, D.C. just, like, isn't anything for me. With that, also, when I saw the Capitol, I just, like, thought about, like, the Capitol riots and, like this whole ordeal that went down and I'm like how fucking embarrassing yeah how fucking embarrassing like can you imagine looking at these other countries America's out here saying we're the greatest country in the world and seeing people with no real like end to why they did this rush like a building with people who literally don't have weapons or anything like no there was like no plan no <laughs> it's really funny because like sometimes i say like sometimes i make bad decisions but i don't really have bad plans you know i have the best intentions and i kind of like what was the plan what's the overall goal what did they think we were going to achieve by this do we think you know breaking the law and destruction you know of and just terrorizing innocent people like did you get there did you like where we got what came out of it besides a lot of y'all getting getting some calls like hey you were there no bueno yikes yikes bro Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was that was really embarrassing (laughs) yeah so i think i think definitely that whole patriotic idea that only certain people and i specifically i would say like republican people have really like subscribed to i think that that that's something that could use a rebrand i also i listen i can connect with anybody on anything oh yeah on, on most things okay but if you're the type of person that your only personality trait is that you're a conservative republican and you bring it up in every single conversation i would just like to challenge you to develop more character traits because get a fucking personality <laughs> get a fucking personality okay please please 
It's funny because like I think you and I have an interesting perspective on this because of going to a more heavily conservative college and coming from such a liberal upbringing. It's just so interesting. It's very trippy. I personally wanted to be like a poly. I went to college being a political science major and like literally I switched my degrees my first fucking semester because I was like, this kind of sucks. I don't really like this arguing with people about their beliefs that like are just their beliefs, right? Like I can't argue with yeah. that if that's what you fucking believe. That's what you fucking believe. I believe yeah. the opposite. Well, okay. And I just went with econ because it was like, okay, cool math. Like I like this. This has like <laughs> Yeah. Like I can actually concepts I can get behind. Yeah, right? <laughs> And so many people were like, oh, you like fucking like pussied out of poli sci. And I was like, no, it just wasn't fun. I wasn't gaining anything from it. And I wanted to develop myself in other ways. And the people that came out with poli sci, they were at the Capitol rides. I'll tell you that much. A lot of them were, bro. And it's like, I don't know if there's the best use of a degree, but... You know, <laughs> do, do what you're gonna do, baby. Do it big. Do it big. Kiss, kiss, ta, ta. <laughs> I, I guess going along with like this whole culture thing, America has a really interesting culture. Obviously, I get to see it from like an outside perspective, and also living here, it has changed me in a lot of ways. You know, who the person I would have been if I grew up like in Mexico, and. I find it really sad that I, myself included, I feel like in America, people have such a hard time expressing their emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And mostly, like, it literally takes a million years for people to, like, express that they like somebody or, like, admit that they like somebody. And then it yep. takes them a million fucking more to say, I love you. And I love you has, like, this super heavy, like, connotation to the word I love you that I just think like is really reflective of like who Americans are as people. Yeah. Because if you have like this notion where you can love somebody, you can't express that you like people, then you're guarded like all the fucking time. Yeah. I think that that I actually think that's really interesting that you brought up because I think my cousin Alex has like really been into always has been into Spanish and she said like her favorite part about Spanish is that like you have so many words to describe a feeling that like Americans just don't have and I think we learned this also in like language arts that Latin has like different I love you's and I always felt Mm -hmm. so frustrated because I say like I love you to fucking everyone because guess what I could go outside and get hit by a fucking semi truck and I don't want people to be like oh my god like did that bitch even like me it's like no like I told you I loved you you know and it would and it would like it when I first started doing it like at frats like love you guys bye people would be like what the fuck Mm -hmm. did she just say I love you and it's like (laughs) yeah yeah it's like friend love bro like it's different than like I don't love you like that yeah I I would agree with you I'm also a big on I love you like if you're my friend and I genuinely care for you you're gonna get an I love you and even people sometimes that I talk to that like I'm seeing I love you as a person I'm not saying like I'm in love with you but like I do love you you know I have yeah. I have love I have I have care for you I would say that this one was also a realization because I'm talking to a man and he uh we only speak in Spanish Ooh. and that's been really different for me because I um, love that I, I literally have never done that before so it's a journey I also like told him to not text me because I honestly like thinking in English and trying to translate that shit and text it in Spanish is like really difficult for me I just don't have that type of time okay but anyways he's like very expressive with his emotions and I it, it took me aback okay I was just like what is 
this new thing where a man tells me how he feels and explains it in a lot of pretty words. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different. It's really different. And I th- and I was talking. I was actually talking to him about this. I was like, you know, this is like really different for me because I'm just not used to this. And he's like, yeah, Americans are like super weird. Like I don't know why you guys are like this. <laughs> and then like, I'll be fucking thinking about this. I'm like, you're right. Like. I mean, on the flip side, like, I guess, like, when somebody tells you that they like you unless they're a fucking liar and that they love you is because you know they mean it. And yeah. You know, it took them a while to get there. But I I just think it adds to that level of, like, coldness in American culture. Like, if you go literally to any Latin American country, yeah. people are so warm, like, so friendly. They will strike up a conversation with you. They, were care- they will care for you for the interaction that you had with them. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think, like, that's really the difference, like, in Seattle the I think I used to say like people are friendly but they're not your friends you know they're friendly with you for the moment but they could care less about you and I feel like in the U.S. uh, with a lot of people I'm like so, so, so sometimes I see I see friends start getting like new friends or hang out with some people that I'm like those people will leave you in a ditch to die if it like came down to it you know what I mean oh my god I have, this is so off topic, but I was literally just talking about this at the airport. There was a girl's trip and the birthday girl was drunk. She got de-planed. The The rest of the friends went on the trip. And the other girl, some shit went down. Anyways, so can you believe that? And I was like, dude, it's because some people, they'll literally leave you for dead. You got to find good fucking friends. And that, that's what I mean. And I feel like in America, like I'm always on like the, the edge of my seat, like trying to see like who's got good intentions and who's got bad intentions. And it, it's very interesting. The culture here is fucking interesting. So as a rebrand, I propose we establish plur as our core, mm-hmm. core values. We go straight from rave culture. Peace, love, unity and respect instead. Yeah, it's interesting. So I've been fortunate enough to go to Barbados where my family's from like a bunch of times. And they literally, every single person will say hello to you. You know, like they'll say good morning, good afternoon, good, you know, good evening. Every single fucking person. And obviously there's less people. That's not as feasible in New York City, Seattle, Washington. But I don't, I don't think people rarely like greet each other. And what's interesting is, is that it just like, I feel like it makes it so that you feel less connected to your community because you're not talking to anyone within your community, right? And mm-hmm. so I feel like the plur and then like also I feel like if people felt more connected to the people that they lived around, they would be more empathetic. I think like as people you know, back 50 years ago, like you knew everybody on your block, like everybody talked to each other, but there's so much more movement nowadays that people don't build community. So I think that's a big thing that I would really love to see is people come together because most human beings are more similar than they are different, but we really focus on the differences. And I feel like it's becoming more and more acute that that is what's happening they want to like divide us you know yeah we need a rebrand we need a fucking rebrand and you know since i feel like we should just start living our rebrand like i'm gonna be expressive with my emotions i'm gonna try to get to know my neighbors even the barbers downstairs that literally cannot stop cat calling me maybe i just need to have a conversation with them about that i'm a human being (laughs) honestly my favorite cat call to this day is jesus loves you this is a new one for me jesus loves you jesus loves you and I'm like this is weird (laughs) this is a weird one this is a new one but anyways so now you know if you know me and if I like you I'm just gonna start saying I'm just gonna start word vomiting and I'm just gonna see where it goes (laughs) I think I'm gonna challenge myself to say good morning to strangers or good afternoon or whatever 
I think I'm you know, gonna do it. Yeah, it, it could it could be good. It could be bad. I mean, I do live in New York. I'm sure people are gonna tell me to fuck off. Uh, I, I may get the wrong type of attention, but we'll see how it goes. I, I think um, maybe I'll just like maybe I'll start small and start just saying hello to people at the gym that I see every single day because I feel like I could have a community there of really cool women and the only girl I've talked to she was hitting on me and it was really lovely she was pretty cute <laughs> but I've never got out of my way to say hello to anyone at the gym I do give compliments I've been giving compliments but I think I need to go a little further say hello I've been working on smiling because I know I like I come to the gym with like a straight face and like my hoodie on like don't fucking talk to me vibes all full up through so I've been working on smiling specifically uh, other girls too the other day I did see a girl stare at my ass and I was like I made it (laughs) baby this is the best feeling this is the best fucking feeling you know I feel I bet in her head she's like damn she has a nice ass I should ask her what she's been doing you know what she's doing up in the gym that is the best non-compliment I've ever received honestly I love that (laughs) last and definitely not least I think that the country should be should be ran or like the governing body should be reflective of its people you know Mm -hmm. finally have a like supreme court justice that's a black woman judge brown jackson so exciting but that took a little a little too fucking long okay yeah I think it's been like 200 motherfucking years or some (laughs) shit like that that seems like a little too long we need to put like fast forward on getting representation that looks like us and like honestly I'm not saying looks like me either I'm saying looks like Mm. us okay Uh, yeah I just need as a whole as a whole more people of color of all ethnicities all races genders genders, gender expression just it more diverse because range you know people that are that are invested in different things not a lot (laughs) one thing a lot a lot of ancient men on both sides on all sides you know gotta go they gotta go bye (laughs) like dude your expiration date was like fucking 25 years ago all right so who knows will i run for president no, there's too much bad shit out there floating around. But maybe you're listening to this and you should run for at least local elections. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be roommates with someone who was going to be a senator, you know. He's problematic, though. <laughs> He's problematic. Exactly. That I feel was, like that's more... That man was a menace to society. Well, if that proves nothing, is that the... You, you you don't got to do be too. a great person to run for elections. They, they literally, they'll let anyone they'll run. They'll take anyone. They literally will. There's literally, it probably, I know this is going to sound fucked up, but like my job in tech was probably like had more barriers of entry than it takes to run this country. We got some cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs people making our laws and it is causing problems. <laughs> That's our proposal for America's rebrand. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If anyone knows Joe Biden, send this to him. And then we can maybe get on some kind of special committee. Bringing change, rebranding as a country. I think that that it could be great. It could be it could be great. (laughs) Could you imagine PSAs of just you and me being like, hey, America, we want you to be more plur. Peace, love, unity, respect. How can you Here's do this? Here's what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine. I could. It, I know? really. I could. <laughs> Just speak it into existence. Manifesting. Plugs of the week. My plug of the week goes to controlled chaos. 
they are a small shop and they rework items. So essentially they will take clothing and then they will rework it into rave clothes, which I think is like a great sustainability practice. Also, we know that rave clothes, like you will wear that shit one time and never wear it again. So I stand this energy. Honestly, their shit is super cute. So go check them out on Instagram. You can look up shop controlled chaos and yeah. And then um, in their stories, they post all the stuff they have available. Awesome. And my plug of the week is going to be actually guests we're going to have on the podcast in a couple weeks. It's the pretty dumb pod. So it's pretty dumb, pretty slash dumb. And it is with two of my comedy friends and you can find them at the pretty dumb pod and go ahead and subscribe to them on all platforms. Those are the plugs of the week. Okay, dookie. Everybody, please go subscribe if you haven't done so already. Tell a friend about the podcast. That helps us out a lot. And then you can follow us at thanks number four, your concern on Instagram. And then my personal Instagram is at Bernice DSM. And I'm Ella L. Tudor. Okay, toodles. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.